Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of To the Table. I'm Kyle Lira, and today I have creator Peter Martinez with us. How are you doing, Peter? I'm alive. That's good. Are you like uh, Are you like the Bee Gees, staying alive? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> well, I, welcome to To the Table, where two people give one another a movie metaphorically bring a movie to the table and we review it uh, upon first time viewing so keyword it has to be a film that, that we've never seen the other person has never seen yeah so let's get right to it uh, I gave Peter uh, the love bug a Disney movie a Disney movie How yay surprising. hey at least it's not like a rockumentary again this time yeah. or something rock based uh-huh. I, I was like you know what I've never given him like a light hearted uh, children's comedy so here you go have one of the classic uh, movies of a Disney live action uh, whatever you want to call it and then you gave me Scott Pilgrim versus the world mm-hmm. which I definitely have thoughts about he I, has, thoughts. He I, has I, thoughts I definitely have a lot of thoughts on that it better be the right thoughts it, it better it, it, well, it is it, well depending on your point okay. of view. <laughs> From a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. Uh, Why so. did you give me Herbie the, the love, love bug? bug. <laughs> I can't, okay, first of all, Why? I, I was like, it's different. It's different than mm-hmm. any of the movies that I've given you so far. Mm-hmm. Because so far, it's been like, oh, here's another Metallica movie. Mm-hmm. Here's another, uh, here's another, uh, oh, here's Sound City. Here's Sound City. But that also delved into rock and all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? He's never uh, experienced, like, the classic, uh, you know, you've experienced a lot of the animated Disney movies. Mm-hmm. But you've not seen the line action ones a good portion of the live action ones mm-hmm. which I which I grew up on I I, I watched uh, I watched uh, Herbie Herbie and that was a uh, that was my thing and then I liked uh, the nutty not not the nutty professor the absent-minded professor which was uh, which is until they remade it with Robin Williams and it was called flubber so I was like okay uh, the love bug it is. <laughs> And then I, I, I was I remember asking I was like have you seen any of the of the Herbie movie have you seen the Love Bug and he was like what 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 is that and and I was like you were like oh the Herbie movie no I've only seen the Lindsay Lohan movie mm-hmm. so I was like okay Love Bug it is so that's why I gave you the Love Bug because it was different in a running out of movies. Okay. <laughs> hmm, um. I did see a car try to commit suicide. So that was something interesting, <laughs> especially for a kid's film. Um, that was something. Uh, I wanted to see your, I wanted to know what your reaction was to that specific scene. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty dark. <laughs> For a lighthearted car movie, 
I, I mean, just just to, in general. Better than those Owen Wilson car movies. Whoa. <laughs> Don't you talk shit about Owen Wilson. You talk shit about cars, but not Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> They should have combined Herbie and Obi- Owen Wilson. Um, I don't care about cars in general. There's a lot of okay. people that like cars, and they're always messing with their car, and they're like, they like racing, and they're really into that stuff. I never once, for a second, in the entirety of my life, have cared. Okay, even a little bit. Um. So, yeah, so I was, even as a kid, I would never have been, like... Huge into cars and... Attracted to something like Herbie. Because it's like, oh, it's a car, who cares? Um, that being said, it's not a bad film. It's it's good. It's passable. It's, it's like, I can definitely see why people grew up loving it. It's mm. cute. You know, it's very, like... Um, not by the well, yeah, by the numbers. So it's like, oh, the scrub, scrappy racer finds another scrappy car just like him, and then the car tries to commit suicide, <laughs> and then is they that, win the race. Is that the highlight of that the class, movie for that you? Classic tale. <laughs> that classic tale. Classic tale. Time. <laughs> tale is old as times. Um, it's just weird because everything else is just so like. Very child friendly and just uh, by, by the numbers, like then oh, that suicide scene, and then it's just like boom. I'm like, oh my god! And like the it's not even like played for laughs or anything. It's no. like this: the car is seriously fucked up. It wants to wants to die because see that that really it's like okay, that made me question a lot of things. It's like what is the the mental level capacity of this car? Is it because at first I'm like, oh, it's like a dog, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's cute. It follows around. Oh, it is contemplating suicide. It is aware of its own existence, you know? Yeah, that it, a, it's a it's a car. Does it have a car god? Does it know why it's here? Does it contemplate the meaning of life as much as human beings? Oh, there These is a are, car god. His name is Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> You see, you see the fucking creation painting by Michelangelo on the Sistine Chapel. See, he was about to jump, but then Owen, <laughs> hurry, don't do it! Oh, oh wow, hurry, don't do that! You're don't worth more than that! Wow, oh, wow, don't do that, hurry! Oh wow, because it just flips on a dime, but then it goes immediately back, and it's so like, the, oh, so there's a bear in the car. I remember distinctly, like the theme is so freaking like zany '60s antics. Like, like there's even like hippies, like, hey man, yeah, exactly. And it, it's, but it's like it's not even one of those kids' films that's like slightly adult that veers towards because Disney, even their animated films have they've made where it's like the whole film. It is very kid friendly, but it does veer the, multiple times. It sprinkles throughout. a little bit of adult elements into yes, it. Yes, but this one has like one adult element, and it's very hardcore adult. And it's like it happens, and then it goes back. And I was like, oh okay. Oh, that that was it to me. Because the, then the happy ending, and we're married, and it's like you were in a very different place, place two days ago. Oh yeah, just two days ago, and it's it's I don't know. 
to me, it blows my mind. To me, watching this movie, it was worth uh, watching two performances mm-hmm. in the movie, and that's uh, David Tomlinson as the vil- the crooked villain, mm-hmm. and then uh, which if you don't know who David Tomlinson is, he played Mr. Banks in Mary Poppins. Yes, yes I know. And then uh, Buddy Hackett. Same. Was he the um? He was the he was the friend. The friend, yeah. He was the friend, and uh, it, he's also a part of a uh, Disney Legendum, and he was a Scuttle in The Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. So uh, for those who who need to know, he was also he's a he's a stand up. He was primarily a stand up comedian at the time, and then they brought him in and to do the comedic bits and he actually had like a lot of like warmth he's like herbie is more than a car you know he's you know standing up for herbie kind of thing i do like that they kind of don't explain it it's just like nah it's just alive it's just alive and it's a car (laughs) why do you because i hate whenever like movies they feel they need to explain it so they're like (laughs) it got hit by lightning well on the 13th floor and it came to life and it's like just uh, how is that better than just not telling me how it's alive? Yeah, like it, it's it, just don't. If that's gonna be, it kind of does more damage because then it makes me question. I'm like, okay, was that Zeus? Did Zeus is Zeus alive in this it was world? Car- Did he bring him to life? <laughs> it was carved by clay. Carved by clay and then brought to life by okay. Zeus. <laughs> so I I am happy that it's just. Oh, he's alive! Yeah, he was raised on an island full um, of other. It's <laughs> like it's like um, Toy Story. What if they had tried to explain why the toys are alive? Oh no, it's just the toys the are toys alive. Toys are alive. You that's know? it. You know, it's, that's all you need from manufacture to you know bring to. That's the only like thing. Like okay, they they were alive since manufacture uh, dates. You know, so that's that's the only thing that you're like okay. That that that's just that just. Which, it. You also know that they question their morality as well. Have you seen Toy Story three? Yeah, and they're, they're. What is wrong with you, Disney? <laughs> you're gonna straight up fucking kill your characters. <laughs> but I I did also notice how like they love killing their characters. Well, sad endings make, you know, I don't know. Good drama. Gravitas. Um, for... That includes suicidal cars. Herbie does not have much movement. Because I remember in the Lindsay Lohan one, which I do not remember that movie at all. I just, like, fragments. Well, to be fair, Mm -hmm. uh, you see, like, the eyes, and you see him, like, moving and all that stuff. He drives. He drives, and you could see, like, the attitude within the drive within the driving like mm-hmm. when he's like pissed he drives really really fast when he's like sad he drives like really slow and almost like sluggish um whenever he's like mad at something he kind of does a bumblebee and defecates all over people with oil <laughs> um it, 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 to me there's a compare and contrast between the Lindsay Lohan and the original and that was with uh, the original uh with the new one you had more time to work on like the special effects, and mm-hmm. therefore you can make her be more expressive. You know, so that's that's my rationale behind it. I was like, okay, that's the reason it's why it's fine. It was just something I noticed. Um, I, I don't know. It's 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 to me, it's not much because I don't think it's bad. It's just very like, oh yeah, that's a nice kids film. Like they have cheesy humor, and it's like, ha oh, oh, ha oh. ha. You know, I don't know what that means, but that's what they had. Um, 
uh, you know, a little kid humor or, you know, a car that comes to life. Magical, real nice. Um, but yeah, there was nothing about it that ever was like, oh, this is terrible or I hate this. It's just more of like, uh, maybe I'd have more reverence for it if I grew up like watching it. Because mm-hmm. nostalgia does is, does is, keep, play a key factor. Does play a key factor in in a lot of things. Um, and I and also just the fact that like I don't care about cars. <laughs> like I I've I've never liked the cars franchise in Pixar. What do you think the about the characters? The first one was fine, but like after that, the char- again the characters were fine because you have the scrappy. The scrappy race car driver, the rookie, you know. Yeah, and then the the girl who's a car salesman and just so happens to know a lot about cars, and she's like, "Well, I never, I would never be with the likes of you," but then of course she does, and then they get married. And it is funny because you, I, I didn't realize it to watch it, um, seeing this movie, that a lot of old movies, older movies, like sixties, seventies, below. Um, if there's a romance in the movie, it ends with marriage. <laughs> like, every time. Um, you don't really see that much nowadays. nowadays yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, there's a romance? Like, oh, they end up together at the end. But you don't see... Like, every movie used to have a walking down the aisle scene we'll see, at the very yeah. end. They don't have that anymore. Spider-Man 2, it ends with Mary Jane. With a non-marriage. It's a non-marriage. It's like... It's like... It's like The Last Jedi. It didn't go the way we thought. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. I don't know, I'm just pointing out weird things I observed but, in the movie. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, there's not really much to say on Love There's Bug. not much to the movie. Yeah. I mean, For if, me, anyway. I mean, if it's like the most controversial Disney movie, then yeah, there's a lot of things to say. But it's really just a, a nice little, it's a nice a little kids, kids movie. movie. Yeah. And in that, I think it's it works It works well. It works fine. I, I get why it builds up a following, or even why um, during that time, people really enjoyed it. There is a Wasn't mo- that during the heyday of like Disney live action? Yeah, this was heavily in the 60s. Uh, and the um and at the time the you know, you had a uh, Darby O'Gill um come out in the early 60s and that and that movie had uh, Sean Connery and uh Sean Connery like in his like first major role. Oh, wow. And so uh, Darby O'Gill which was like you know a like a Scottish Irish kind of movie. Yeah, don't then, say. And then uh, and then uh, you had uh, of course Mary Poppins came out, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks came out, and there's the Herbie movies, uh, the Absent-minded Professor. Just a lot of these these bombastic live action movies that were kind of doing better than the actual uh, animated movies. And then it went downhill. And then and it, it went. Still hasn't picked up. Oh, okay. Um, I say it picked up uh, right at the late 80s with the Little little Mermaid. I'm talking about live action. Oh, live action? No, the live action. Well, they did strike lightning in the bottle uh, three times with with, uh, Sir Johnny Depp and and Jeffrey Rush. They struck it once. Really? Yeah. Really? Even how, as much as you like... Uh, I do dead, like the second and, and the third is kind of a guilty pleasure. But, I mean, well, 
they struck it once with the first one, and they've been chasing after that. the second one ever since. And even with other films, they tried turning so many things into Pirates of the Caribbean, but with this. And it never happened again. You know, I was really looking forward to the Tron universe. Because Tron Legacy the, was the, a good movie. Yeah, well, it wasn't good in my mind. But I liked the world. And I own Tron Legacy, and I liked the I liked the cartoon they had on Disney XD, XD because it's extreme for the boys. Um, extreme Disney. Extreme Disney. Um, I li- I liked the world, and the soundtrack was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was all done by Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Daft Punk did a fantastic job at making techno. If if like if they had just gotten. Like I think a slightly better director, they would have had like a winner on their hands, and then but see what happened was then they acquired Star Wars and Marvel and, and Disney's like, fuck that. The we're only good. reason they had invested so much in Tron is because they were trying to compete with Star with Wars and, and Marvel and stuff like that. But now Disney realized, hey, we have money. Instead of trying to compete, let's just buy, buy the competition. It. And they've been doing that ever since. And now they're making their own streaming service and everything. Yes. So, yay! I'm surprised they Capitalism. haven't they haven't opened up their own Amazon. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> the uh, D-shopping. D-shopping. <laughs> you want to buy your toilet paper? Your Disney toilet paper? Like Mickey Mouse on, yeah. the, on the on the paper. Ridiculous. It's 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 good. Disney will own us all. Uh, final thoughts on the Love Bug. It was a it was fine. I I enjoyed it for the most part. I it's just like yeah, it's it's a it's a cute kids film. It's not something that I would ever need to watch again or have any sort of reverence for. Because there are kids' films that I do connect with, I think. Even old ones that I didn't grow up with. This isn't really one of them. Mm-hmm. But I knew that going in because I don't care about cars. And it doesn't really have much other than, hey, a car comes to life. Contemplates its life. <laughs> By and then wins jump a race. off a bridge. <laughs> and and jump. I love the... I, it just, to me, like the whole movie, I like... I like uh, I like Herbie. I love uh, Buddy Hackett, and I especially love David Tomlinson because he's so over the top. Like when he's like when uh, when they find him in the glove compartment, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Help me out of here!" and just like little stuff like that is like really really funny, and just like the delivery that he that he does, really good, really good. Disney, good stuff. Disney hack. Oh, oh, well. To each his own. <laughs> um, Peter, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Yes. Why did you make me? Wait, I have a feeling I know why you made me watch this. Oh, you know because, why? Because I Because wa- you had before uh, before uh-huh. uh, a certain movie came out. Yes. You had me watch the Machinist. The Machinist. The Machinist. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Okay, so I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Uh, the Machinist, mm-hmm. uh, which I watched, and I was like, okay, let's prepare for uh, for To the Table. And then you're like, no, watch Scott Pilgrim instead. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, shit. Okay, I'll watch Scott Pilgrim. Thank God you did. Uh, <laughs> thank God you did, because I was like, it, it, like the, the, the Machinist, 
Uh, you had no idea what to say about that movie. I, huh? I had no, I had no idea what to say about it. Other than that, that's another reason why I thought about switching it to. The only thing I could say about the Mechanist uh, is that is that Christian Bale is a fantastic fucking actor. It's a great film. It is. But a, that's a discussion that we will never have a second time. Um, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we could cheat. We could cheat. <laughs> have it for the next to the table. Um, so. Why? Uh, even though I know the answer, mm-hmm. why do why does uh, tell okay. the audience why uh, you made me watch Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Because Ready Player One sucks. I hate it. I was cringing throughout the entire freaking film. It was. Uh, like the uh, like we're, we're, we're nerdy people and we mm-hmm. like nerdy things and I'm like this is a celebration of everything I hate about nerd culture it, it's that smarmy I'm superior because I know more about this than you and it's like they Kyle hmm. a line in that film was a fanboy knows a hater a fanboy knows a and it's it's just so much of it made zero sense and I would be okay with that if I was enjoying the characters everything was going on mm-hmm. but I wasn't so it really bothered me like they're doing they're just in like their suits right so if they punch that their their character punches how were they floating when they were dancing how are they driving are they sitting down in midair how are they? How do they know when to leap five thousand feet or just leap a small hop? How does the computer? I, I'm getting too technical, and I know I hate when people do that, but it's just everything else sucks. And how is Herbie alive? That's different. Now, <laughs> when it came, when it came to uh, Scott Pilgrim, I I love Scott Pilgrim, and to me, Scott Pilgrim is how you celebrate that culture in a non-cringy well it's more well-made film away it's more celebrating like a underground bands and that's a part of it and then it also celebrates a video game you could almost say it celebrated youth culture because it was it was video games it was comic books it was you know those young and underground bands and it's just like um, we were, or at least I am. I am now the same age as Scott Pilgrim, and it's like, it's like you understand it. It reaches, it reaches it on a personal level. So it's, it's to me, it's like, it, it, it's, it does such a better job of just making you really appreciate and enjoy like comic books and that video game culture mm-hmm. than something like Ready Player One, where it's just like. Hey, it's look, that thing it's I know. that thing. It's that thing. It's that thing. Although, watching the movie, mm-hmm. spoilers for Ready Player One, I was not, re- even though mm-hmm. uh, he he was, Iron, the Iron Giant was used as a weapon throughout the whole thing, my heart was not ready to see the Iron Giant die again. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so I was like, no, why? <laughs> uh, but anyway... Uh, what did you think of Scott Pilgrim versus, versus the, world. the world? I thought it was the most overrated piece of schlock in the world. You do this every time. 
And I think that Michael Sarah is too fucking awkward for his own good. Mm-hmm. I I think that uh, a lot of that uh, there was a lot of like uh, familiar faces in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But then why are you looking at me like that? Are you are you waiting until? I <laughs> know. Uh, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Gonna... Go ahead. Keep going. And uh, and this is the part where uh, where Peter waits mm-hmm. patiently until uh, until I cut the bullshit and say that I actually loved mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which I'm not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, this is the moment where I say. I'm full of shit, mm-hmm. and I actually really loved Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Why do you have to do this every time? I don't know. It's it's fun. It's, it's a fun little game. It's not a game if everyone knows how it ends. Um, well, that that could be the same about Mario. Everybody knows how it ends. No, you could die. Well, yeah, but you know, you know what the the overall. Goal. The point is, what do you feel about the film? <laughs> I loved it. I really loved it. Okay. It's it was. It, I, Upon watching it, because I had to do second, I did I, 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 most of the cases with these movies, I had to do second viewings mm-hmm. of it. I made my first viewing of it. We're recording on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. You gave me the movie on Wednesday. It was Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday. Yeah. So I gave the the film a viewing on Thursday, uh, Thursday morning, and then I gave it another viewing uh, yesterday night. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, there's so many things, so many things. First of all, this movie is fucking balls to the wall, insane. The um, a lot of the, a lot of the humor. The humor the is movie, excellent. The humor is gold. That's what I could say about it. The humor is excellently well put. It's gold. Um, I did a little research into this movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, surprised that this movie was a box office bomb. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. And I was like, what the fuck? This movie should have been like, word of, word of, word ma- of mouth. Mouth should at least given it $120 million, At least. It, I, I really think it was ahead of its time. So, if it had come out, like, today? Yeah. This movie Made would buttloads of film, money. Uh, a lot of the actors that are like now popular mm-hmm. uh, that are uh, that are like like low stream back then instead of the mainstream. Uh, number one, her, her, her. She's in it. Um, Mae Whitman, amazing. Her her performance in that just a little bit that we got. By curious, well, I'm a little by, by curious. curious. <laughs> dialogue is fucking it's a gold it's, it's wonderful it's cheese that has aged so well <laughs> i don't even know if it's cheese though it's it's just sort of like because it's so purposeful in yeah. it's, in the dialogue i don't know i love it um i love i love uh I, I, there's not a character in the movie i didn't it like it has so many Side characters, and I love all of them. Yeah, yeah. I love his roommate. Um, what's his name? I always I don't know. His name. But you know what? Like the way that he was when uh when uh when uh Chris uh Chris Evans was on there, mm-hmm. um, which he's he's come to his own now. Um, the way that he was reacting when Chris Evans was around, like whoa, go, and so unenthusiastic about everything. So very much Alexis Soto. His character reminds me of Alexis Soto so fucking much. If you watch the movie and you've been listening to the, these podcasts for a while, you could automatically tell Alexis Soto is that guy. Um, 
I uh, Michael Sarah at first he was unlikable character because he was That's treat- what's so great about because him. Because he was because he was treating knives like shit. He's the whole he's thing. a shitty guy. Yeah. And like he has he has to have it pointed out to him like he doesn't get the way he treats other people and yeah. they 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 have to point it out to him several times. So it's not just oh, let's just fun goofy shit throughout the whole film. There is characters and they do like Progress throughout yeah. the film, specifically uh, Scott Pilgrim yes. and the way that he had it, because he actually, because he never really earned anything that he had uh, previously, and it wasn't it wasn't until he was actually well, he was just really careless. Yeah, very careless. But here you get to see throughout the whole thing him actually giving a shit, mm-hmm. and that was his main uh, thing. Like, actually give a damn. Scott Pilgrim, and that was the whole thing. And then I, I, I just love uh, another key factor of this movie that I really loved. It was produced by Edgar Wright, and I could fucking see it. It was directed by Edgar Wright. Oh yeah, you get yeah, that straight. It was produced and directed, um, and it, I could fucking tell. Like the sharp editing, the way that everything is edited. There, pause it. And I could definitely tell that it was Edgar Wright. You know, it was... How so? The editing was so sharp and so pristine that I was like, this must be an Edgar Wright film. And it was an Edgar Wright film. And, like, the way that it would, like, have, like, split screen, have one person talking right there, one person talking to there, um, like, the way that it would, like, cut to, like, different things, like, well, the thing is, cut to next scene and continuing the conversation, just, like, stuff like that was really, like, you know, the way that it's well integrated is really, really nice. Um, the actors are really good. You had, uh, you had a lot of, uh, people barely fresh starting out in their careers. Um, you have Aubrey Plaza, who was in the movie, and you could tell that she was, like, in her, like, her starting off phase. Uh, you had a, even though uh, she's been in other things, you see uh, you see Mate Whitman mm-hmm. go in, do, coming into her own. Anna Kendrick, uh, she's a big name, and she, you could tell that this is, like, the start of her her, uh, her career right here and then uh, of course you have Michael Sarah, um, Chris Evans Chris Evans uh, it's so funny uh, also Brie Larson and you know Mary Elizabeth Winstead mm-hmm. the list goes on it's it's kind of funny the fact that Captain America Superman and uh, and Captain Marvel are all in one movie uh, I was like this is, this is funny this is a little it has nothing to do with the movie but it's just like a funny little thing that's in the in the film. Uh, I think a lot of things worked, and uh, and I, I I can't have any com- I don't have any complaints. I I don't really. You forgot to talk about one of the biggest selling points of the film. What was the biggest selling point of the film? The music. The music. Oh, the music. The music was I really good. I genuinely really love the music <laughs> for Scott Pilgrim. Like just it, like right when the film starts, and Knives comes in and and they're playing the uh, Sex Bob Bombs. They're yeah. about to play which, their first song. Which, by the song. way, kick ass band name. 
And like I, I don't have that album, but I would totally get it. Like, and I was—it's lo- actually really good music. And I was looking at like because I, I noticed like in a lot of movies like this, like they the actors pretend that they're playing the instruments mm-hmm. and and singing and all that stuff. There is no way. There's a way. I was like looking at the how they would play the play the things, and I, okay, that's a G chord. They played a G chord, and I'm like this. So it really fits into it. So it's like I know that for a fact that they're actually legit playing the instruments, and that. And did you see how Ready Player One copied the ending to Scott Pilgrim? Because when he, he you, they both have that same thing where he they get an extra life, and at the end. That they you think they're dead, but oh, they have that extra life. Well, was it that in the book, in Ready Player One? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't but, read it. But this movie came out in two thousand seven. Yes, and I think uh, the, the book, book came out in two thousand eleven. Yeah. So. Well. Ha 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 ha. Well. Okay. Uh, Plus, may- the action scenes are better. I, when there is action, it's freaking awesome. The bombastic action. And also, here's another thing that I really appreciate about the movie. It's set up with the with him playing, I think it's like Dance Dance Revolution, but instead it's like for like Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were playing a video game like that. And you could see like how uh, knives and uh, and Scott's uh, uh, interactions were, you know, in terms of like choreography and how they actually like know the moves. And so that played off as a big part of him being able to fight off all these exes uh, because he knows all that. And so I was like, I saw the trailer, and that was like the only extent of my knowledge to this movie. And I was like, how the fuck does this like scrawny uh julio dominguez ish <laughs> uh, uh, character fight off all these people scott like, program used to be julio's favorite movie i and i could tell because yeah. the way that scott pilgrim acts is very much like julio dominguez uh, for those who don't know julio dominguez is a friend of ours he's been on the show what are you talking and about? well for the if people are barely tuning into this oh, episode okay um I could definitely tell a lot of things, and apparently you said that Julio was in love with uh, Ramona Flowers. Mary Elizabeth Winston. Yeah. And I was like, eh, okay, okay. You can see that, right? That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the whole selling point of the movie. That's the whole <laughs> selling point for him. Um, other, than, other than there's music, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. Which, I can see. Really. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. It's surprising how she's going out with Obi-Wan Kenobi now. Um, I I think that this is a fantastic movie. I just, like, I, 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 I have no complaints, really, about it. That's, that's the trait of a, of a good, solid movie to me. This might be my favorite Edgar Wright film. It's, really? it's between like this and Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. I I own Hot Fuzz. I own Hot Fuzz. So I don't think like because I remember first time seeing Hot Fuzz and I was like completely encapsulated with this. But had I seen this before, I think I think I would be like, okay, I'm all for this this movie. But like Hot Fuzz is so ingrained in me as like my uh, uh, start off. Uh, Edgar Wright movie that I like nothing could top Hot Fuzz, um, but I think that this is this is a this is a good second a good second it is the second um, I I just like what 
What? What? You shake my head. first was Shaun of the Dead. Well, yeah, no, but, like, in terms of, like, my ranking of oh, Edgar Wright okay. movies, this is a... This I thought you were talking about second. release. Uh, no, this is a good second for, for me. Um, I think a lot of the actors, I like, I like Aubrey Plaza acting like Aubrey Plaza in the, in the movie. She's, it's a she's really well cast film. Yeah, it, it's just, the, the humor is so, like, constant, you know, it, it's kind of like Lego Batman, another Michael Sarah movie, um, how, like, the jokes are constant, like, if you missed a joke, uh, go watch it and you'll find the joke again and it'll land equally so. Plus just the world where they're in a quasi comic book video game world. world yeah. And that's the logic. I, I love how like And every, no one questions it. I love how like every time a noise was made, like there would be like a like the actual Bang. word mm-hmm. being uh when their phone would ring, it would be like and it had like the thing it's just really well I love okay this is another scene that I really love okay okay there was a scene carbon copy of Seinfeld in the movie uh, the movie started off with the bass line the ding 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 and then uh, and then it starts off edit it it's like shot like uh, like a Seinfeld episode and like he's like oh I'm getting delayed today he's like I may you know I might even get to second base make that a base and a, make that a base and a half and then uh, the, you know the laugh track would go on it, it, it made no sense within the context context of the movie but just the fact that it's there uh, is all worth it <laughs> in the end um, I think a lot of it's just a really well crafted. Fi- I, I can't praise this movie enough. It's really it's well just crafted at every level. It's so well crafted. This it, mo- it's a great film. It, all the to the tables that we've done, it's got to be in my top three that you presented to me: The Witch, Split, and this movie. That that's like the top tier of the movies that you've given me so far. And I I've been I fucking enjoyed every single one of them. This fucking Split made my top ten. And uh, oh, yeah, that was. Surprised year. me. Yeah, so I, I and yeah, M Night Shyamalan movie made my top ten. <laughs> that uh, is just the um, the music is really well well made. I really love it. I really love how like all the instruments were run through a distortion pedal, uh, like the drums. You could hear the distortion of the drums, and it's just like this. The dis- it, it sounds distinct. It doesn't just sound like uh, like movies like Josie and the Pussycats or something like that, where the you could tell that the movie was like hammered in to, in the production quality and like really, really uh, condensed. You could really tell that they filmed it in a garage. Like it, it sounds like garage quality, and that's how it's supposed that's to sound. Awesome, and that's how it's supposed to sound. See, Edgar Wright is one of the best filmmakers working. Every single one of his films is freaking great. Yeah, he's made I think five. Because he made the Cornetto trilogy, Scott Pilgrim, and then um, Baby, Driver. Baby Driver. Yeah. Every one of, and even though Baby Driver is, I think, my least favorite. Uh huh. It's still a kick ass movie. It's still amazingly well made, awesome like, film. And then the it's, editing. It just makes great films. Like, he, like, the way, the, there's a thing in the editing world, and it's called cutting to sound instead of cutting to music. 
Like, usually there's a music beat and music playing in the background, and it cuts to the music beat. Mm-hmm. But instead of playing to the music beat, it cuts to sound. Like, the close of a door, that would be a cut to another scene. Um, or, or you know, the ring on the telephone would be, like, a cut to uh, this scene that will interconnect with uh, with uh, slamming a, t- a coffee cup on the table, and that will be just into another scene. It's just really well uh, he has I incredible could, transitions. I could say that this movie, like, like the editing style, I could definitely, like, it, it's a stick out, but it's, like, in a really good way. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, I could, like, the eyes for the, for the things. Um, the fight choreography is really good, like, and how they would die and how they turn into, like, coins at the end uh, of every single battle was really cool. Um... A lot of these characters, I uh, I liked uh, I liked Envy on how like freaking I uh, all the exes were unique and interesting and, and like they're basically like seven villains and each of them they were able to introduce in cool and new interesting ways. Like one had like hipster zombies and then and then another one. Are you a pirate? <laughs> yeah, are you a pirate? And like the pirates way he would look. In. Pirates are in and that was that was the movie take place, you know, in the height of the Pirates of the Caribbean. But then you had the vegan one with his vegan powers. <laughs> yeah, and he like had like three strikes until he no the longer vegan police? the vegan police came in. So was, ridiculous. But so I love ridiculous. it. And I then, love it. I love how it's like it's Superman. Chris Evans is the movie star. He's the movie star. So he has to fight his um his, his stuntman uh, too. His stuntman. Like it's so it's it's so creative and fun and it's so well made. And the way he would like perform, he was like hey. and like his cockiness was the thing that defeated him in the end because he was like, I bet you couldn't skate down this pipe and he's like, Watch me and he's like girls are watching and then, get my skateboard. Then he's skated and it's funny it's funny seeing like Chris Evans with like short hair and uh we'll see him with a beard in a movie this month. Coming this out. Month. Holy crap! This month. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I I love Scott Pilgrim. I I think it's one of those films I could watch again and again and again. I I think it's so good. I absolutely adored this movie. I I could I could definitely it, I I'm actually quite tempted on buying it on Blu-ray. That's. I don't own it yet, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I surprised. It's one of my favorite films. Do you own all the Cornetto trilogy? I own. The only, um, what's it called? Edgar, Edgar Wright? Wright film I own is Baby Driver. That's, and that's my your least favorite. favorite Edgar Wright film. I don't know what's up with that. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe someday. Maybe someday you'll own. I have a lot of films. And money's scarce, you know. Yeah. Young and broke. Young and broke, yay. Like, like Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the... I love like when they were like the pee meter when he went to the yeah. restroom. <laughs> like <they're>, like <laughs> like it's like it makes no sense how like you would pee like for like two seconds and then. Have you seen? Uh, what was he saying? Have you seen Ramona Flowers? I'm like, who is she? She looks like this. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> it's like a scribbles. Dry. It's just scribbles. And like, like, oh yeah. Oh, I know her. And she's like, he, and they move on. And then uh, I like the introduction to her character. Mm-hmm. Like just like all like it's kind of like ghost like you know and how it's like. Uh, she's like this over-lurking presence on Scott throughout the whole entire movie. Um, there's not one bad actor in the movie. No, I love... 
like I don't I don't think any movie is a perfect movie but I don't have any serious gripe with anything within this film. Do you have any nitpicks on the on Scott Program? I don't even know if I have any nitpicks, really. It's just like... Well put together. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's really well made. Like, I can't... I really don't have really any nitpicks. Yeah. I think... I, I, I can't say it enough. Scott Pilgrim versus the world... Go fucking watch it. It's a it's a good movie. See, I think. Really good movie. Those are the kind of movies I want to see in the theater, and those are the ones that nobody watches. To be fair, Baby Driver did get quite an audience. Yeah. I think it did make some good money, which is awesome, because that means... A lot of people will go back and... The next movie that Edgar Wright tries to make will definitely get funding and, like... Have yeah. you seen The World's End? The World's End. That's the I, third one in the Cornetto trilogy. I've seen it once. Oh, okay. I've seen it once. I've seen Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz umpteenth times, but I've only had the opportunity to watch uh, World's End at once. I've seen Shaun of the Dead the least, which is weird, because I really like horror movies, and you yeah. think that would connect with me more. And it's making fun but of I've it, seen too. The, the World's End, and especially Hot Fuzz way more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, Scott Pilgrim... You've probably seen the movie, but if you haven't, watch it. It's worth it. Go watch it. Go watch it. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> it's very much like like the Arrested Development of movies. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I I don't know what that means, but like in terms of like popularity, uh, in terms of like what it was in the first initial run of it over over the years, definitely it's got it's gained a following, but I. Uh, in terms of like its initial release, it's technically a comic book film. Well, it's technically yeah, because Scott it's Pilgrim based... was a comic book. Yeah, and yeah, it was a comic book first. I like the designs of the comic because I again I did research while going into this movie. Uh, I I really like the designs of the characters in the comic book version, and I like how you see the at the end credits because I was like, is there an end credit sequence? Because I, I just wanted more. Um, so I saw the end credits, and you saw the comic book version of mm-hmm. uh, Scott punch the the end sign. And I thought that was a little nice little wink and nod to the original. Wink, wink, wink. Wink, wink. But see, this is the film that gives me zero tolerance for shit like Ready Player One. Or what was the other one with Adam Sandler? Oh, uh, Pixels. Pixels. Like, shit like that, it's like, f- fuck you, you didn't even try. Like, it, it was like... didn't even try. Oh, look, it's Pac-Man. Oh, look, Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. And, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm done. See, that's a movie, <laughs> that's a, that's a, okay. I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm done, I'm done too. Scott Pilgrim, go see it, uh, if you haven't already. Um, so that was this episode of To the Table. Uh, if you like what you see, if you liked what you heard, uh, check out podcast.com and iTunes.com or, uh, yeah, podcast.com and iTunes. Uh, we have the podcast, uh, and then we also have, uh, if you like Disney, you go into Fantasy Fair where we have a lot of stuff Disney. And then if you want to see, uh, see more on, uh, on our bright and shiny faces, check out YouTube. Uh, for sure, we're gonna have a lot of a lot of uh, Infinity War 
content coming this month. Uh, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to Infinity War, so get ready for that. It'll be okay. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, I'm Kyle Lira. This is Red Spotlight Entertainment. Set the table. Bye.